Hey, what's going on, champs? I'm Erin Deliosa. Welcome to an Immigrant's Life podcast, my podcast about immigrants and immigration and everything in between. Thank you for listening and downloading the show, and thank you for supporting my dad. And there goes the month of March. The snow is slowly melting. The geese are back, making a racket and shitting all over the place. Plants are slowly going back to their full form. Things are looking up. Of course, I'm not disregarding what's happening around the world. I do acknowledge it, and I pray that it will be over soon. Speaking of prayer, in the evening of April 1st, which is this Friday, our Muslim brothers and sisters will be observing Ramadan. For the ones that do not know, Ramadan is the time of spiritual reflection, self-improvement, and heightened devotion and worship to Allah. And personally, I think that's pretty impressive and something to learn from. Having said that, I'd like to say Ramadan Mubarak to our Muslim brothers and sisters all over the world. Before we talk about the episode, I want to say thank you, my champs, for responding on my social media posts regarding giving AIL a 5-star rating on Spotify. I really appreciate that. And if you're listening and you haven't rated us, come on, man. Help us out. Give the podcast a 5-star rating on whatever podcast app you use. It will mean a lot to us. And thank you in advance. Now, let's talk about the episode. Despite living in a comfortable and amazing life with our family, our guest this week decided to leave that safe cocoon and challenge herself to allow herself to grow. I think you guys heard enough. So, without further ado, let's get into the show. Isa, dalawa, tatlo. Today's guest is a social media video creator that sprinkles knowledge while sparkling with kindness. Everyone, please welcome Palak Verma. Hello, everyone. I hope you all are safe. You all are well. Thank you so much for such a beautiful welcome. I am so grateful for that. And as you all know, my name is Palak and I run a social media channel called Palak in Canada because I recently came to Canada and I am sharing my experiences through different videos, which I create, which also helps a lot of people in order to make their career if they want to settle down in Canada. Mm, beautiful, beautiful. That's one thing I love to talk to you about is like you are, as they say, fresh off the boat. Yes. <laughs> and as always, let's start with Palak's origin. Where were you born? Well, I'm basically from India and I'm born and brought up in the northern part of India, which is Delhi. Along mm. with that, yeah, I have always been to Delhi. Like I have always been in Delhi. No other places than that. And that's the northern and that's also the capital city of India. So I think a lot of people and you have the background, mm-hmm. which is in the capital city of India. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I actually have a magnet of this exact picture. Because mm-hmm. my friend, his family is from Delhi. So when he visited, I think last year or two years ago, he bought me a magnet, fridge magnet. <laughs> so take us back to growing up in Delhi and life in Delhi. My life has always been great in Delhi. And I have done my schooling. I have done my graduation in Delhi itself. I lived with my family. I have always lived with my family, with my parents and with my dogs. and my siblings Mm. and I did my graduation and after that I just realized that okay this is not something that I just wanted life I wanted something more as well that's that's when I decided I want to pursue my higher graduation my higher education so I decided to give my health exam learn the different procedures and Mm. then my hassle started in order to come to Canada Mm. yeah let's we'll talk more about that let's focus on your life in Delhi If I talk about my life in Delhi, there is not something that I can complain about. My life has always been amazing. There were not much of struggles which I have faced. If you talk about family, if you talk about friends, I have always been a person who is, you know, very uh, interactive or very outspoken and Mm. easily making friends. And everything was, everything was well, like everything is well still now. But yeah, in Delhi, I have always been... It has always been great. And if you know some, if you want to know something in particular about Delhi, you can ask me. Were you good in school? 
oh yes <laughs> i was certainly i was like <laughs> even even in my even after graduation even in my graduation i have been good apart from maths maths is something that i have never been able to understand and i talk about it a lot i talk about it in my social media on my social media channel as well that i am not good in maths and this mm-hmm. is certainly something that i cannot understand and maths has given me a hard time you know that you know what i mean i will i have oh, never been oh i know even, what you mean <laughs> yeah this particular thing has given me so hard time to throughout my entire life i mean my grades has completely fallen down just because of single subject just because of that single subject and and now that we have this concept of you know focusing on something that you like but earlier we didn't had that thing we have to be good everywhere mm-hmm. and especially when you are from india <laughs> you are expected to be good academically you have expected to be good morally you are expected to be good from everywhere touchwood my family has always been different i know a lot of my friends who were saying lying to their parents who were lying to their parents in order to come out from their houses but my life has always been different when it comes to living or when it comes to being free and yeah oh they're liberal your family Oh yes absolutely my family is completely different i have never seen such parents they are so amazing i i never had to lie to my house i never had to hide about my boyfriends or my friends <laughs> really look at you oh yeah absolutely my mom has my mom and dad has been the coolest person they are always they were always aware of my relationship they were always aware of my different friends they were always aware of anything that is going in my life mm-hmm. so <laughs> Why do you think is that are they artists because usually artists they're open minded No uh this has to be absolutely unpredictable that they are my father is a businessman mm. and he runs a really small business mm. of all all the indian snacks basically he runs a really small business in delhi my mom is a housemaid my mom is a homemaker she ha- she's not working but still they had a thinking of someone that you just said that artist or someone a bit different but they are completely normal people <laughs> but i don't know how they have been so amazing parents they have been so amazing throughout my life that's amazing man i mean they're normal in the western world but in india is usually is like no 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 you have to be a perfect lady yeah absolutely and when it, i give you a recent example of last night i was about to dye my hair and i was asking my mom mom what color you want and she was like go with purple you have always done red do something different usually when i see i don't know about everyone but i have seen these examples that parents are not okay with their daughters especially when it comes to india their daughters to be free their daughters to do whatever they want to but my parents have been like that throughout so it's not it's not something that i get amazed from because i have always been born and brought up like that that wow. do whatever the fuck you want to do <laughs> <laughs> everything i love it i love it props to mom and dad thank you <laughs> i know you graduated with english literature which is actually we have something in common i didn't graduate yeah? but i took english literature i love i love books mm-hmm. i love reading yeah what do you like about it I chose literature because I don't know why but I always wanted to choose literature. I have been interested in sonnets, stories, poems every time like all the time but mm. when I started when I actually learned what exactly literature is all about mm. my entire my entire thing was like okay I this wasn't something that I was expecting because literature when I thought tell people that okay I am doing literature when I used to tell I'm doing literature wow your english must be very good mm. no in <laughs> literature they don't teach you how to speak english they don't mm. teach you how to talk in english or they don't teach you grammar for mm. god sake please so earlier everyone has this myth in their mind okay if she's in, if she's doing english honor her english must be very good no it's not about that english honors is something very deep i always like poems i always like stories but when i started english honors my entire my entire concept in my mind for english honors changed i grew as a person i grew as a person when i learned the concepts of feminism when i understand okay that's how it is and that's how it was so english honors has really helped me like 
it has helped me in true sense. Mm-hmm. You mentioned feminism. How strong is feminism in India? Feminism in India. What what I understood so far in so far in my life that a lot of people still think that feminism is a bad thing. Okay, feminism is something that you should like. Oh, she is a feminism type of girl. She is something who is she, she is someone who is feminist. Mm. As if it's a bad thing. People don't actually understand what exactly feminism is. It's all about equality. It's not about giving rights to women. It's mo- about giving rights to all the genders for mm. everyone. And a lot of people don't understand this concept. And they're like, she is feminist type. She is a feminist girl. That's not how it is. That's not how it works. I completely understood the fact that there is pseudo feminism that has entered to the world which making it which is making it worse pseudo feminism shouldn't exist that's wrong don't do that but feminist is something that we all should be you should be i should be i have seen my my father always being a feminist always standing for my mother's right always always taking stand in front of their his parents for my mom so i have seen a feminism i in a from a feminist in my father so i truly support it but in india basically it's it's slightly different yeah there <laughs> is yeah a, a lot of population this side a lot of population if we talk about they truly believe in feminism but there are some part of the country which still don't understand the concept of how exactly it works yeah it's the uneducated Yes, maybe not. Maybe it's not even about education because my father is not much educated. My mom is not much educated. They got married when they were sixteen. They mm. were forced to marry when they were sixteen, but they still surprise, do understand. Surprise! <laughs> yeah, but they still do understand. Yeah. So, mm. you said poems. Who's your favorite poet? My favorite poet mm. right now. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember from my English on my literature's time. I don't remember a single thing, <laughs> single poet from him from now. But uh, yeah, I have read a lot of sonnets from Shakespeare. A lot of sonnets. You like the Shakespeare? One... Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hate Shakespeare. Why? It's too complicated. It's too flowery. I'm like, yo, yes. just get to the point, man. No, have you have you read Othello? It was it was the first time I have read something. Othello wasn't never was never my genre. Was never. I was always in love stories. I was always about. Oh, Cinderella. don't say Romeo and Juliet. I hate that one. <laughs> I always I hate Romeo and Juliet. I'm like, yo, you guys are morons, man. Like, she's just sleeping. You don't have to kill yourself. And then the other guy woke up and then killed him. So, like, good for you. You both kill yourself. I truly get it. By the way, let me just say, I'm not pro suicide. I'm just saying, like, I don't like the end part. I get it. I completely get it. But there has always been some part of Shakespeare which has forced me, my inner self, to go towards literature or to learn literature in future or to read books. Uh, you know, as much as authors as I have explored while doing my graduation, I wasn't aware of them before. The only author that I know, author, author, is was Shakespeare. Like ever since my childhood, I have always, yeah, because. We don't have that concept of reading novels and everything. So Shakespeare's was the only one where mm. who had my interest in it. So I cannot I cannot complain. So I always liked reading. Who introduced you to Shakespeare? Uh, who introduced me to Shakespeare? My sister, my mm. sister. Okay, she's the reader. She likes reading. She always liked reading. I have always seen her reading books when she was. She is elder than me, but I have always seen her studying reading. books talking about novels with her friends so then how th- that was my first book which which i stolen from her bag <laughs> <laughs> i can still remember that mm. but then that took my all of my interest and after that i actually took it as a career for mm. a while but then i dropped it <laughs> what do you mean career i i wanted to do something in literature mm. i wanted to i i really wanted to do but i don't know what changed my mind that okay let's just turn to something absolutely different which i am into that is human resource that is absolutely a different career which i thought for myself i was that wasn't the plan at all that wasn't the plan at that moment i always wanted to pursue something in literature maybe a lecturer maybe to teach people how what literature is doing hr doing this wasn't was never never on my list like never ever on my list mm-hmm. but after a while i don't know what changed my mind I am completely into a completely different career now. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I mean, that's called life. 
Yeah, I don't regret it. I don't regret it at all because whatever decisions that I have made in my life, they might sound weird at that moment, but after a while, everything's after a while, everything start making sense to me, and I don't regret at all. I don't regret taking that decision. I don't regret leaving that decision. I never regret that. That's beautiful. That's what Friedrich Nietzsche said, the philosopher, that you know, uh, a person that claims that he has a perfect like beautiful life is ask them at their deathbed if they regret anything and if they do regret one thing it means they weren't they weren't happy absolutely of course i destroyed yes. the quote but i'm not good at quotes <laughs> anyway i'm not good yeah. at remembering things i have read hundreds of books and ask Same. me the, ask me, ask me. Yeah. Ask me any title or the name of the author i'll be like you know the woman she's very smart you know she does the thing I know when that's why when you ask me it's don't click my mind I don't remember a lot of things which I have read already I may remember while I talk to you I may remember after a while but I don't remember immediately okay what was what I was supposed to tell what I was about to tell I don't remember at all I just tend to forget things I read that you were a fraud officer at a company in India can you tell us about your experience there how do you know that where I have mentioned this don't worry about it I got it that's that's something that I have never mentioned it before. How do you know that? I know places. Wow, that's amazing. That's a really good homework. I Thank am you. so impressed. Thank you. <laughs> so, okay, after my graduation, when Canada wasn't in my plan, I decided to work somewhere like every other like every other person that okay, now let's just start working. So, I started giving interviews to different organizations and I landed in a company called Genpack. I don't know if you have heard it or not, but it's a multinational company. It's, it has branches everywhere in Canada as well. Mm. And when I talk about my experience in Genpack, it it is somewhere good. And there were some sort of cons as well, which I would like to discuss because corporate world was completely different to me. I have never been introduced to corporate world. And, and I was the youngest person in my entire team mm. and near about that, you know. So I was the youngest person. Everyone was having experience of 10 years, 15 years. And I was someone who had no experience. And and the first day, I still remember the first day when I uh, went to the office, everyone was wearing formals and serious and working. And (laughs) I barely used to start or barely used to use laptops or I didn't even knew anything. And I was wearing my jeans and top. Uh, I was making high pony and went to office. (laughs) I didn't knew that. Okay, I knew that. I always knew that, okay, people in offices are serious. Mm. But something that I saw, everyone was looking at the same direction. And they were just continuously working. They didn't realize that someone is entering or someone is just going out. Everyone was just working. And mm. that was a shocker for me. The first day was absolutely different. And I, want, I was like, when I went home, I said, mom, I don't want to go there. People are serious. They are like robots. They're just working. They, they, were, they were absolutely like robots. Mm. So... First day was absolutely different, but then slowly and gradually, I met people. I made some good friends while working. Um, I was working in a voice process, so basically, they are they work as a third party for companies which are settled overseas. So I was working for an Australian bank, and I was the voice of the Australian bank when it comes to any fraud on the customer's card. So I have to talk to different Australians every day. So every day I I used to get different experiences. Some customers were very harsh, some were good, some sometimes it were difficult, sometimes it was easy. But yeah, I worked there for one year. So my experience was pretty much okay. But then again, corporate life was something I wasn't able to understand at that moment. You know, and office politics, people mm. talking about each other, people bitching about each other. And I never understood. I was always so happy. Hi, everyone. <laughs> I never understood that, okay, you have to be serious. You don't have to be happy with everyone. Not everyone <laughs> is happy to see you. You don't You don't have to smile to everyone. No, that's not how it works. Along with that, I, when I understood the entire concept of my work, I was performing really well. Mm-hmm. So that created a lot of clashes in the team because she's someone who has just come. How come, how come she is on the top list? How come you can give her a certificate of uh, best employee of the month? How mm. can this happen? So these things started came up. 
so yeah that's when i realized okay i don't have to be happy all the time <laughs> i have to be serious sometimes people will talk about you people will judge you whatever you do people will start judging mm-hmm. you and then covid happened then we had work from home so then after that my entire thing was going in the background and then i left and that's the tipping point of your immigration um yes my immigration my entire process was in the background all the time while mm-hmm. i was working but unfortunately it was the time of covid everything was slow and that's why i decided to work somewhere at that moment because i never i didn't knew that how much time it's going to take how much time because i cannot i am i'm someone who cannot sit free i always need something to do even if i'm sitting right now i'm just doing something with my hands under the under here mm-hmm. I, i can't sit i can't sit quietly i can't sit just not doing anything i i cannot do that i don't know why it's i don't know if it's a bad thing but i i can't do that just just sitting just be all, you yeah <laughs> thanks mm-hmm. i cannot do i can i can't be like that so while i was working i was in the night shift i was awake the entire night working for a different country talking to different people and while I, while i was working it was never a work for me it was always every day was every day was different for me it was always like a learning because that was absolutely a new experience i was learning so many things like so many things and to be very honest with you i wasn't never confident right that i that i am right now talking to you mm. so upfrontly telling you stories and everything i think genpact has helped me a lot mm. in my communication skills or expressing myself because when you work as a call center agent i think that gradually that naturally you know organically that things develop in you because you have to make people understand okay this is something that is happening in in your car or in your bank account shut the fuck up listen to me i will help you <laughs> shut up <laughs> i will help you don't worry and at the same time you have to sound polite okay mm. you can't be rude to the customers so these are some skills which i have which i am always grateful for that company to help me along with that i would like to say one thing about me that i am uh, technologically challenged <laughs> i'm so embarrassed to share that i What? i cannot yeah right now that i am so good and you know accessing laptops and doing things i wasn't i was not able to even you know on my system i always taking help from my younger brother he is so good he is mm-hmm. so good in everything and i was never i was i have always the i always i had that hesitation of using laptops or using technology mm-hmm. i wasn't good but yeah while i was working genpack have truly my organization has truly helped me to develop me in so many ways that's beautiful why did you choose canada why did i choose canada okay so there are so many reasons to choose canada hmm. but number one was peer pressure <laughs> i have to accept it <laughs> i have to accept hmm. it okay i never accepted it in front of everyone but i'm telling it now peer pressure was num- was is the number one on my list because a lot of my friends were going to canada and i was having that fomo wow everyone is going to canada why cannot i i, I want to go to canada i want to go to canada so that's how it started when i saw a lot of my friends going there mm. and they were having a good life you know when you, when you see people living abroad you see their instagram stories well, and you're sort of oh everybody I says that be- you know <laughs> till till you landed them like yo what's up I know so I was like that wow wow they are having so fun i want to do that too so that's how it started but when i started my research i actually understood i actually understood that okay this is something that actually i can work on this is not a bad thing this it's 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 a really good for my future my career and canada has something that a lot of com- countries don't provide which is multiculturalism i was applying for uk as well but then when i researched for uk <laughs> a lot of people suggesting me not to because of so many things but okay then when i was i was researching for australia as well there were different countries in my mind but actually number one was canada all the time mm. like i said for peer pressure but again when i started actually researching about it I got so many good things so many reasons to actually come here mm-hmm. and make a career for myself and for studying here and to do a lot of things mm-hmm. that was that's how it started okay 
I want to learn about this because it fascinates me. Tell us the process of moving to Canada. How long did it take you starting from the first step that you took towards going to Canada? The first step was giving the IELTS examination. That was done. It was nothing. For me, <laughs> I, I did it. After a while, when everything was going well, when people were doing their process in three months or six months, going there, living there, it took me more than one year to actually come here and to start my college. I actually attended half of my college from my home country. Hmm. And in my next semester, I came here. I already did half of my college there. So my entire thing was destroyed by COVID because hmm. I applied after when I applied for my when I gave my IELTS exam. Um, I applied. Everything was fine. And then suddenly COVID happened. And all the time, all of a sudden, the files were not processing. Nobody was responding. There were no offer letters which were generating. So mm. it, something that might took you 15 days, it took me around 40 days. So everything okay. was delayed. Everything mm. was delayed. I don't know what just happened. It was the sign of universe. <laughs> I don't know what universe like, was trying Don't move. We need you here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what, what was that, but everything was so slow for me. So mm -hmm. Because I have seen my friends going there. They were moving in six months. They were moving in five months. And it was just happening for everyone. Mm -hmm. For everyone, it was so easy. And I was sitting, I was actually looking how much processing time it is now, how many weeks. It was not just the days. It was so many weeks, mm -hmm. 25 weeks, 30 weeks for the processing time, 25 weeks for the processing time. And then when I finally got my visa, they banned the flights. <laughs> and I, 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 I had no words at that moment too. Mm. Did you cry? I cried. Yes. Yes, I did. I did cry. I cried a lot at that moment because I, I didn't knew that what, what the hell is happening. Mm -hmm. I don't know because I just got my visa. I finally got my visa. Mm -hmm. I finally said hi to... <laughs> my visa I saw it I said oh I'm so happy I'm so proud and then the other day the news is news is going on that Canada has banned the flights mm -hmm. and my parents were looking at me I'm looking I had no other choice to stay there and then I started my college I wanted to withdraw but uh, then I started half of my college went there and when I came here it took me five days to reach Canada oh yeah I, well, let's talk about that but I want to ask you one more thing when that was happening, when all those barriers being thrown in front of you by the universe, did you think of like, screw this, I'm just not going to go to Canada? Yes, a lot of times. If if there was a process of returning my entire fees, <laughs> I would have given up. <laughs> I would have given up because my parents have spent a lot of money on my education. I just cannot give up now. I have to be patient. I have to study. I have to do it because for international students, the fees is, you know, uh, the fees is three times more than for anyone else. We had to pay three times higher amount than any other student for international students, basically. So I was always, I was like, okay, I cannot do anything. I tried. I honestly tried. I started, I sent few emails to college that how, what is the process of, you know, taking out my application, but then I said, then they said, no, you cannot do it. Now your classes mm -hmm. have already begun. If even if you get it, it will be a very small amount which you will get it, which doesn't make any sense to me. Well, then I said, okay, they want the money. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yes, you're not getting it. It's in the <laughs> bank account. It's gonna be take a process. I'm not sending you back the money. You know. I know, right? So let's talk about the trip that I saw. That how long and how hard it was. Literally, the trip from India to Canada. Okay, that's altogether a different and very dangerous and very <laughs> different stories. Um, I started from India from my um, from my uh, from my city where I was living Delhi to another city which is in India. Mm. I had to travel there first. Why? So I went because there was no flight to the country from to the third country where I was going to land through where through where I was going to land to Canada. So I had to took a flight from Delhi to Hyderabad, which is another city in India. Mm. I, I went there. Then I had to stay there for some hours, basically for nine to ten hours. Ooh, and then that's I, not some hours. Yeah, but I had to stay somewhere else. So 
10 hours but nothing in front of the other time which I had waited so I had to wait for 10 hours I was staying there in Hyderabad airport I was sitting with my luggage so then I uh, had another flight to Qatar the states of Qatar which is Doha I went to Doha I had to stay to Doha for three days I stayed there yeah Jesus Christ where did yes. you stay did you was there a hotel or you just stayed yeah, at the airport it was a hotel but reaching to Doha completing that entire immigration of Doha giving another COVID test my literally my nose nostrils were paining because I had did then so many COVID tests, so many COVID tests, starting oh from Delhi, God. Delhi to Hyderabad, another COVID test, reaching to Doha, another COVID test, staying in Doha, two more COVID tests. Then I, and along, when I was living in Doha, I was, what, I was for three days. I was for three days there. I decided that I should go out and explore the city, but I wasn't allowed to explore the city because of the COVID situation. You had to stay in your hotel. And then I was struggling to eat something because uh, I am a pure vegetarian mm. and Doha is something you cannot find vegetarian food very easily. You cannot find vegetarian food very easily because that's that's an Arab country. So in Arab country, it's really difficult to get vegetarian food. Mm. So I, my, I somehow managed to eat a, a lot of packed food, which I had with me. Oh. I survived on packed food for three days. I can't believe I was living in a luxury hotel without doing anything. I was just sitting in my room. And and yeah, another thing which I just remember, I wasn't able to talk to my parents on video call or normally. Oh because my God. in the Arab countries, you <laughs> my you cannot use your WhatsApp completely if you don't have something. I don't know what, what that thing is. You have to do you have to install that in your phone. Then only you can use WhatsApp because your WhatsApp got gets banned. Mm. There were so many different rules. I wasn't able to do that too. So I was just, I took a number of uh, Doha. I was just talking to them on phone whenever I could. It was so expensive to talk to them for just a few minutes. It took me so many dirham to talk to them while I was there. So yeah, so three days were very difficult. Then another COVID test. Just one minute, just one quick question. Sorry for cutting you off. When you're staying at the hotel, was that out of your pocket? It was. Oh yes. my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. It was because usually when you took, take a flight to Canada, it will cost you around somewhere around forty dollars to fifty. Oh, sorry, forty thousand rupees to fifty thousand rupees. But the entire—I'm uh, talking about the Indian currency, which is a lot. But the entire trip of five days, my beautiful journey <laughs> to five days, was three lakh Indian uh, rupees, which mm. is a lot more money. Which is a lot of money. Oh my! Three lakh rupees, yeah. God. A lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> so, Doha, what, where's the next step? Where, Doha? Then I had a flight to Germany. Uh, I had to stay to, to stay in Germany for a while to reach to Canada. So, after when I started from Doha, my immigration was really difficult in Doha. They were, they were so strict with every student because there were a lot of students. It was not just me. There were so many students who were choosing third country to enter Canada. So mm -hmm. I had a bunch of students who were sitting there who were waiting to complete their immigration because the immigration officers of Doha were very mean to Indian students, basically. Why? I don't know. I don't know what was the reason. They were letting everyone go, but not Indian students. So they made us sit. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, completely mm -hmm. that happened. I didn't have my Instagram at that moment. I would have recorded everything for sure. Mm -hmm. I would have recorded each and everything and I would have made it live. But that happened. We had to face a lot of a lot of hindrance while we were doing our immigration. And then finally the immigration happened. I reached to Germany. Then I had to stay five to six hours mm -hmm. in Germany. Not bad. At least it's a good country. <laughs> yeah, and that's why. Just hours. <laughs> yeah. Then I had flight to Canada. And... Finally, I reached to Canada. How long does it take from Canada, Germany to Canada? It took me uh, four, 15 to 16 hours. It was, oh, a, it was, a, yeah, it was a direct flight, 15 to 16 hours. I was sitting and <laughs> I had a kid right just sitting beside me. <laughs> was you a, there was a baby beside you. 
yeah i was crying the entire journey this spoiled my entire journey while i was coming from germany to canada oh my god it was so difficult why do people get their kid on flight when they can't handle them i know how old's the baby <laughs> it was so small it was so small i mean like it was a toddler okay okay but let's say 2 years old yeah 2 years old i, know, I, was I don't crying. understand these people too like why drag <laughs> your kid crying he was crying the entire journey and luckily and then in the flight i got vegetarian food finally i i had something to eat after a while after eating after eating so many packed food i finally ate something mm-hmm. then i reached to canada that's how it was it was so different my god just listening to it i'm just tired already <laughs> Yeah it it was really tiring i mean like i i truly understand to the fact that it wasn't just me or it's not just me who was struggling there were a lot of students there mm. were a bunch of students who were there but it was really really tiring it was tiring it was tiring financially it was tiring physically <laughs> it was tiring from everywhere and my parents were so concerned they were mm. not able to reach out to me they were not able to talk to me and then i i talked to the doctor and finally when i was in germany i used the airport wifi and finally i was able to talk to them okay this is something that is happening now don't worry i'm okay i'm not died yet i will reach to canada soon <laughs> i will update you guys oh my god poor mom and dad why yeah. you, why do you have to go through a third country um because the direct flights from india were banned because india mm. was f- facing high covid at that moment so direct flights from the country that canada banned which one of them was india so we were banned we were not allowed to come directly from india so we had to choose a third country okay, because germany okay. wasn't banned at that moment germany was a country where from you can enter of course you know what i mean germany is yeah. like a country you know what i mean <laughs> so you landed at the airport tell us what you're feeling I just wanted a bed and food. <laughs> no, seriously, I I couldn't remember being excited. I am the person who is always excited, who is always happy. I am just like a puppy, always excited, happy, mm. not yes, in the pain. Yes, you pain. are. <laughs> yeah, I I have always been like that. But I still remember at that moment, I was just I wanted a bed, I wanted some food, and I wanted to sleep. That mm. was the only thing. I just called my parents. Okay, I've reached. I'll I'll talk to you guys later. Okay, so you're there. Did you set up a accommodation prior, or did you didn't? You yeah. Know? So where are you I, going? Was there a house or apartment, Airbnb? I actually booked an Airbnb for a few days because I I had I had no one here. I have no relatives, no 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 much of people which I can call. Okay. I am coming to you, or I am coming to Canada. Okay, can you guys help me? That's balls, man. That's balls right there. Yeah. So I found my accommodation after a while, and then I shifted to final accommodation where okay, I am finally living. It was good. It was somewhat good that our colleges were not open; they were online because you can actually. you can actually become you can actually be little less stressful because then you had you had to reach to college as well you had to do so many things together i was mm. grateful that i my college was online because i was able to attend my classes through my phone and while doing so many things together yeah for sure so when you get to canada rested ate your veggies you started becoming excited again right yeah. how does that feel the first few days in canada my first few days few days keeping my few days aside because i was just i was jet lagged and i was sleeping keeping that first first week aside after that i started exploring the country mm. i started visiting different places and trust me canada is beautiful mm-hmm. i i only i just had one thing i just had one that canada is beautiful in so many ways i loved everything i went to niagara and it also the month that i entered it was my birthday it was my birthday month when i entered to the country so i went to niagara falls i saw so many beautiful things and my eyes were amazed i'm like see is this happening for real mm. is this actually happening but just like any other tourist any other tourist who comes to a different country or comes to a different place who starts seeing picture click pictures looking at things i was so happy i was truly happy i know you said that you were alone but did you meet people after like in the, those few days 
Because you mentioned that your friends were moving here. Was there no friends that lives close yeah. by you? So when I actually moved here, then I had few friends with whom I started exploring. You know what? People will always be there for you when you need someone to roam around or to talk about. But when it comes to, you know, living or actually helping someone, there are very few people who will come to you and actually tell you that, okay, I am here for you. So I don't know if, if, if I, I might be wrong, but that wasn't the case with me. There were, yes, I tell, I can tell that I had friends, but not anyone where I can just, you know, just go to the place. Okay. Hey, I'm here. Yeah, that doesn't exist. <laughs> not, yeah. Cause everybody got their lives, you know, school, work, <laughs> other things, you know, exactly. So how long you've been staying in Canada? It's been six months. Oh my, you are really like fresh off the boat. Yeah. How's homesickness going? In the beginning, and now I'm okay. I'm, <laughs> in the beginning, I understood that homesickness. I never understood the concept of homesickness because I was always been home. Hmm. My home, my parents. But after reaching to Canada, I understood that homesickness is a real emotion. Don't take it for granted. <laughs> it is real. Like crying, like being angry, being stressful. Homesickness is something that you actually feel. It's a real emotion. I felt it. You don't feel like eating. You don't feel like doing things which you were used to do, which you used to do. The comfort of your home, the comfort of your washroom, the comfort of your, <laughs> the comfort of the home food. There were so, there are so many things mm. which you cannot, you, no, no, nothing can replace that. You, you for sure get adjusted. You for sure adjust yourself. You adapt new things. But that cannot replace what is home. Home cannot be replaced. Can mm. never be replaced. Yeah, I mean, I've been living in Canada for, I don't know, how long? Almost two decades, I'll say. Yeah, almost 19 years. I've been here since 2003. And I like that what you said, you cannot replace home because... It is somewhat true that you cannot re replace them. I love Canada. I live here. I am Canadian. I, I, you know, I'll never, this is my home, right? But there's, when I go back to the Philippines, it's a different kind of feeling. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, like, I like to say that in Canada is where my heart is, but the Philippines has my soul. Yeah, I completely get it. This is so true. Even I, I, I completely love Canada. You have still, you have still so many reasons to love Canada. You have been here for a while. This is your home now. But it's been just six months. But I still feel this is something where my heart belongs. I, I can completely be happy here. There is no other choice. I don't feel that okay. This I am, I'm doing some sort of a struggle or. I have to be here now. If I'm here now, I don't have any other choice. No, I'm here because I am happy. I am truly happy here. I completely love this country. There are so many bunch of nice people. People are so welcoming when you, you know, I, I have people where I work part-time, where I work part-time. They are so nice. They are so, they call me for a Christmas dinner to their home, which was so beautiful, which is so nice to me. Like, I, I was so happy. I was truly, truly overwhelmed. But again, your home cannot be replaced. <laughs> exactly. So other than family fr and friends, what do you miss most in Delhi? In Delhi? <laughs> I... Don't say food. <laughs> but it's going to be food. <laughs> yeah, food is something that I do miss. But I I am a person who loves animals. So I had a lot of stray dogs, which I have adopted, which are living in my home. I do miss them a lot. Mm. I miss their touch. I miss the touch of fur. I miss the, their love. I do miss them a lot. So I have so many dogs who still live in my home. Mm. I love dogs. I completely, I, I had no other, no other reason to miss apart from them. I miss them so much. I so your friends? What are they, chop liver? <laughs> no, like, I mean, like, I don't know if you understand, if you know this or not, that in India, there are so many stray dogs. There are so many Indian dogs who are lying on street in very pathetic conditions. I have always comforted them with a place to live, with mm. food, with so many things. So I miss them. Of course. 
which reminds me my first dog he passed away last year that was another reason which i can add to move to canada because i was spectacle before if i should leave him or not which he when he passed away i had no other reason to just okay that's fine now i had no reason to just live what happened to the other dog there is just like whatever no you know the first the first dog that you have the mm. first first everything mm. it was like my baby like the first everything you know you know what i mean mm-hmm. so when he yeah when he passed away that was really heartbreaking for me that was the first heartbreak i ever had in my life i never had heartbreaks from boys on my relationship but <laughs> that was the first heartbreak that i ever felt that actually i have felt in my life so that mm-hmm. uh, that added another reason to make my mind okay let's just move that's fine mm-hmm. why did you choose kanestoga college kanestoga college okay i had two colleges in my mind i had two colleges which number one was seneca and secondly it was kanestoga i always wanted to be in ontario Ontario is the only province that had my eyes. Okay, I will live here because uh, you see so many things, and Toronto is so famous. I think that's the reason because I I didn't knew much about this, but that's the only place I wanted to live. Mm. So I had two colleges, which is Seneca and another one, which is Humber College. And unfortunately, I wasn't selected in both of the colleges. Yeah, I wasn't selected because of my um, past educational background. Because of your math grade. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Is that's it? one of the reasons. Yes, that's one of the reasons. Because I chose I chose human resource, which has accounts. I chose mm. my second option was marketing, which has accounts again. So both the colleges said no, we cannot have you as a student, and which was really heartbreaking. Then I had no other option to apply to other colleges. Mm. I did apply to different colleges. I got accepted from. Uh, Conestoga I got acceptance from some other college too but it was better to choose Conestoga So how was your experience going through school in a different country through pandemic Um it was actually when I was in India my grades were better when I came here my grades were down <laughs> Come on, you got other things to think about. You know what I mean? Exactly. So when I, when you are in your home country, you just have to focus on your studies. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the only thing. But here, you have to manage so many things all together. It was so overwhelming that I actually started getting lower grades. I I never got a D in my entire life, and I got a D here, and I was like, except from your is... boyfriends. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so I, I, I know that's all right. I I wasn't able to you know accept the fact that okay now I am actually getting lower mm. on my grades mm. from your home country. It was a great experience, you know. The professors here they are amazing. They don't make you feel like you are someone who who is new to the culture, who is new to the education, who is new to the college. They are so amazing. Conestoga College has bunch of amazing professors. I can for sure say that they mm-hmm. are so nice. They are so amazing. They are so welcoming. They are they and the studies here are different from the studies that I have done so far in my life. Mm-hmm. Here, uh, they are studies are more focused on practical learning rather than you know you just have to focus on. learning 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 blow your mind with memorizing. so many things yeah yeah that's different and i have always been a person who believed in practical learning who has always believed in practical learning you know to explain myself to give presentations to tell everyone okay this is something this is god and here i was able to actually explore which actually i i always wanted to I always wanted to be like that. I always wanted to talk. I always wanted to speak. And here I got the platform in this college. I got the platform. Professors were so amazing. They were able to make you understand this is how it is. That's how it goes. There were so many new formats of learning. I never had APA format in my home country. So that was absolutely new for me. I never I never knew that what exactly is APA format for for example. So I learned here. I actually adapted this so yeah those so many different things but yeah it was it was a good experience I cannot complain at all that okay I was sad yes I was feeling a bit uh, anxious being there okay so because a lot of my classmates were already in Canada 
so i was there when we were in we were chatting and talking there were a lot of students who were already in canada a lot of students were still in india but a lot of students were there so that was making me a bit anxious i want to go to you guys were waiting for students no 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 it's like my class my class had some students so some of them were already in canada some oh, of them all were international students yes most oh, of them okay. like most of them were international students but the international the most of them were already in canada hmm knowing what you know now do you think you would have immigrated sooner yeah absolutely hmm. <laughs> the unfortunate incidents instances that has happened with me that was I, i wasn't expecting that was absolutely unpredictable because mm. i knew that things were slow with me but when you finally have your visa in your hands and then you see a news that okay you cannot go now that was absolutely unfortunate yes it would have been easier for me if i if i was here before you know covid has truly affected my life in so many ways mm-hmm. it's i have survived three waves of covid by never getting covid but it has never affected me physically but it has affected me in so many ways yeah so many ways the whole world unfortunately but the good thing about it is it makes you more resilient it makes you more grateful yes right? it, it does it does do you think the palak in india and the palak in canada are completely two different people or the palak in canada has been lying there inside palak in india but now since you have the platform you just open up that's a really good question you know that <laughs> um in india when i see if i talk about my social media channel i always wanted to start something i always wanted to but in india i still had that hesitation that i always thought that who will listen to me <laughs> who wants to listen to me or mm. who wants to see me on screen mm-hmm. i have nothing good i i don't look like a you know typical influencer i don't have that body i don't have that stereotypes that we all have made i don't have that body i don't have that face i don't have that 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 life which i can show to people which people want to see oh i want to be like her or they get influenced or they get motivated mm. i always wanted to but i never had that in me that what will i portray but i i don't have anything unique mm-hmm. i don't have anything different but so in india i always want like i said i always wanted to but that has all i know something has always restricted me not to start my own youtube not to start my own page or start making things i was mm-hmm. always good in co curricular activities i was always a dancer i was always an actor when when i was in school I always I was always good but then again doing that in school and doing that in real life are two different things that cannot be the reason for you to start dancing for people <laughs> it cannot be the reason people right? do it yeah do it i know that <laughs> so yeah i i i always wanted to but like i said i never had any reason mm-hmm. but when i reached here it i actually felt like sharing my things my motive was never to earn money my motive was never to gain amount of followers my motive was never to you know to be an influencer or to be someone who people can say oh see 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 going there she we do we know her i never that was never my intent absolutely never my intent was always when i started i always want to share my experience this is what is happening i always i always make a story or i always make a video or i always do my reels based on my experiences apart from that i i don't do anything because i don't have anything that i can you know tell to people okay wow what are you talking about the beautiful palak the beautiful yeah, no. personality that's what no. you have no it's nothing like that it's just it's just that i just want to share my experience okay this i am an international student i have just come to canada this is what my experiences are going on and you should know mm-hmm. i do get a lot of hate comments let me tell you that Always. i get a lot of hate i get a lot of hate on it give an example <laughs> for example i get a lot of hate like people are saying you are showing off your life in canada you just want to show off to people okay you are in canada because in india it's still a really you know it's it's a hype that you are living in a, you are living abroad it's mm. a really big thing 
it's it still is if yeah. i have to be honest it still is so i get a lot of hate from my own country <laughs> you're just showing off oh, i don't know why you're doing this or i i don't like your face stop talking <laughs> do you respond no i don't good because when i saw the hate when i saw hate comments in the beginning that affected me a lot i stopped making content i stopped making uh, for a while i stopped it for a while but then my parents will even so many big actors get a hate do they stop working mm-hmm. why why are you stopping it why why do you want to stop but then i got so much of love i got so much love and i instantly gain a lot of people who joined me who actually started you know liking me who started uh, who started telling me okay we are we this thing has actually helped us a lot mm-hmm. you telling us this has helped us i'm not an i'm not an immigration officer i'm not a professional i'm not someone that can you know tell you okay do something do like that do this and I'm, i'm not i can only share my experience i can only tell you what i did what mm-hmm. worked for me might not work for you Mm-hmm. that can happen but that doesn't that doesn't stop me for sharing my experiences so yeah that's what i try to do that's beautiful so you have like thousands of followers and how does it feel to be followed by thousands of people on social media and be a quote unquote normal person in real life when <laughs> when i started i started with people 10 people 13 20 25 40 that's how the numbers started growing and they started growing very immediately mm. my numbers started growing very immediately so earlier it was it was I, when i used to make uh, stories before i was very confident i was very happy now i get bit anxious that nothing can go wrong because so many people are watching earlier i could Yeah, earlier I could still make mistakes while talking, while writing. I there was still a hope because okay, there are less people now. I know to the fact that so many people are watching. There is no scope of making any mistake because I I I get nervous. I get anxious. That may not look on my face, but I get nervous very easily. I may not show you. <laughs> I may not show you. I I. I'm very good at you know hiding my that side. Okay, I'm nervous. No, I cannot. I cannot show you that. I uh, you will see. You will find me the most confident person in the room. Mm-hmm. But deep inside, I am always very nervous. Now that I know there are thousands of people who are watching me, so I you know I still get okay. Nothing mm-hmm. can go wrong. I I make so many takes while posting anything while doing anything that this cannot go wrong. Mm-hmm. Just be yourself. Yes. <laughs> I try to, but still, you know. I know. I understand. I completely understand. But in real life, you know, I don't know, just walking around doing things. Is it weird? Like, you know, thousand people are watching me, and these people they don't even know. Yeah, it happens. You know, like a lot of time, people actually walked up to me that we know you. No way. Yeah, it happened. Wow. Because I live in Brampton, and Brampton, there are a lot of Indians. there there is a community like there are majority of indians are in brampton and they tend to follow me <laughs> and a lot of times they come they have come to me that we know you <laughs> that we know you it 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 gets little bit you know awkward okay fine you know me thanks for knowing me but what should i do now so <laughs> it gets <laughs> it gets awkward you know as much as i say okay say hi to me whenever you see me say do this do that but when someone come up to me like in real life i get anxious like, okay hi i am the most awkward person mm. <laughs> i'm so the funny. most awkward person <laughs> was there a time that someone's like kind of weird like you know you're usually a dude people stare sometimes i had instances where people are just staring me they are just trying to figure out is she the same person because now we have our mask on all the time but there there have been awkward instances i won't say that a lot of people know me i go like walk like a celebrity hi <laughs> no that's not the case at all no but yeah sometimes like once or twice it has happened that people started people came up to me or people making awkward faces oh is this the same girl that we see is it is this someone that we know mm-hmm. and i uh, sometimes i got messages on instagram that we uh, were you there at this bus stop today because i think i no saw no way it. yeah and i'm like yes that was me i'm sorry <laughs> that was crazy. me 
yeah that has happened it, it it's awkward it's diff- diff- you know on social media it's very easy to talk to people to mm-hmm. make them yours very immediately to dance or to smile but in real life it's still awkward you know make feel like seeing your followers or people who follow you people who see you on instagram mm-hmm. coming to you like hi like, hi <laughs> hi <laughs> hello good what makes you stay humble um i think i have always been the most humble and the kind person i i am not appreciating i'm not doing self appreciation but i am always i have always been very soft i've always been very humble i have always been very kind and that is something that's my biggest strength and the biggest weakness too mm-hmm. i have always been that person who will get attached very easily who will be so humble who will do who will go to any extent to help anyone mm, i don't yeah. know and that has affected me in so many negative ways too in my personal life as well so many negative ways because i have been that person i get so hurt easily i get so in you know in that way but that's okay i i don't mind being humble because there are very few people left <laughs> being humble in life i mean you're going through it you know absolutely yes how do you think immigration changed you it changed me after reaching here or doing things by my own i have always been a very pampered child mm. always being loved by parents always being being youngest so after reaching here when i actually saw like i i think that before that i wasn't living a life i was in a dream world now i am actually living a life so now when i'm living a life it has completely changed me in so many ways now i'm more responsible now i am more more of a person you know who thinks about myself rather than a lot of people or who thinks about making a career rather than going to a party who thinks about waking up early rather than staying up all night mm. so these are the things that has changed me a lot i like short story i have been more responsible now i was not as much as responsible as i am now mm. i i can take care of myself now because who else will Mm-hmm. i take care of my food earlier it was my mom who come who who's like have you eaten something go and eat giving me food my parents were asking now it's just me mm-hmm. who else will take care of me so i i am more responsible human being now i love it i love it so what's your ultimate goal living in canada for me it's just the beginning my my journey has just started so i want to learn so many things i want to focus on my studies and ultimately i want to work in a certain place where i always wanted to be i mm. just want to grab opportunities because i'm some i cannot say i i don't like working or i don't like i i have always been the person who loved working i always want to you know work my ass off i have mm. always been that person i love working i cannot say that oh, oh i have to work no i have never been like that i love working mm-hmm. i love making con- if i i'm working i'm creating content i love doing that too So at the end I just hope I get to work somewhere where I always wanted to where mm-hmm. where I can actually you know explore and actually grab so many opportunities that's mm-hmm. I know that sound may, that may sound cliche but that's genuinely I want there's a reason why it's a cliche because <laughs> it's true so that, yeah that's genuinely I want so as an international student when you've graduated as an international student can you stay here in canada um i actually i have doing a course 1 plus 1 which are is two uh, by the way i can yeah, help you no, exactly yeah <laughs> cuz you told me you're not good in math i could help you 1 plus 1 is 2 you're so mean <laughs> so it says it's not a, it, uh, when we say two year course it's the same course which is continuing for two years but mm. mine is 1 plus 1 for one year it's another course and for one year it's another course mm. that's how it is my student visa once my student visa is done since i have studied here i will get a work permit for three years mm. so i can stay that's awesome yeah i can work here good good to hear we're getting there but i have a another question if you make good money would you move back to india or you still want to stay here i think i would like to stay here if i am if i am excelling in my career if i am exceeding in my career if i am actually doing what i am 
supposed to do, which I was supposed to do, then I would love to stay here. Mm-hmm. If I'm getting whatever I wanted to, if I am getting everything which I have always wished for, then I would love to be here. But if things are not going according to the plan, like we all make our plans, if things are not according going according to that, then yeah, I always have my home. Of course, of course, but Canada need you. <laughs> I wish. I so wish that. What do you mean? Like, of course, I they don't were... know. I don't know. I need Canada for sure. I love this. I don't know if the country started loving me now, but I love this country. I mm. I just love this country. I know it's it's so it's so weird for you to say like, oh, I love this country. I do also say all the time, <laughs> I'm a yo Canada forever. You know. And people yeah. like, you know, and then I'll talk to other people. I'm like, oh, you know, Canada has problems, Canada has thing. I'm like, yo, have you been to India? Have you been to the Philippines? Because <laughs> I know, right? I know. I, I I want to talk so many things. Like, there are so many cons about my home country. Yes, there are so many good things too. But there are so many things which needs to be improved, which which needs so many, so much help. But just that... <laughs> It's not right to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I sure. I get I get so much hate all the time. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Um if you were getting the same opportunity all that you wanted in your life in India, would you do you think you would ever immigrate? Um I think yes. I think yes because Even if I'm getting the opportunity, I had the opportunity to be very honest with you. I was doing good when I was working and I actually was doing, I actually had a promotion too. I hmm. was supposed to get a promotion if this wasn't the plan. If I had the opportunity there, I would still like to move because living at your home, living in the safe space will always make you, you know, a good person, will always help you to have a good life, to have everything good. But when you actually start exploring a new different different altogether a different country, start living alone, you start exploring things, mm. then you actually understand life. And I think that's very important to get out of your comfort zone, to get out of whatever you have right now because that's how you will grow, which which I have grown. I have I have I can truly say that with my own experience. Mm. I was a different person right there. I am a different person now. I am more experienced. I am more responsible. I was not I was the one who was who is not even getting a glass of water for myself. Always mama, papa, always mama, papa. I was that person. But now I am more responsible, taking care of myself, taking care of everything. So I think that's really important. And that is important for everyone. So even if not Canada. I may have relocated in a in my in my own country to some different state. Mm, amazing. I think we're there, but do you have any last remarks before we close out? We have pretty much discussed I mean like my entire life it's like I'm, I have just went to the entire flashback of my life. <laughs> we talked about the things which I don't even talk to myself. You know, I don't even talk to myself about few things which I told you right now so Thanks. You're welcome and thank you. I appreciate it and I'm sure it wasn't that easy. Yeah, it, it it's thanks to you. Yeah. Thank you for making that, you know, safe space to be able to talk to you so upfrontly, so nicely. Thank you. You're welcome and thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. You as well. Bye. Again, Palak, thank you for coming on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Thank you listeners for listening. This is Erin Deliosa for an Immigrant's Life. I'll see you guys later.